0: Hello guys this is Connie Bloom from Electric Boys and you're watching CMS TV. the smoking Delta voodoo release that is every mother's nightmare with push and kicking off the show tonight, we heard Chris Caffrey with pisses me off and a guy who's pissed off at a bum wing and, uh, flu says symptoms is my good friend and partner, Chris Aiken. What's going on there, Chris? What is up, sir? How are we doing? Are you uh, broadcasting live from your hospital bed? Yeah, that's it. That's my neighbor behind me. <laughs> you have to share a room? Yeah, I got to share a room. I'm not, I'm not wealthy
1: like you that can have my own single.
0: Your, your your co-pay wouldn't pay for a private room?
1: No, so we have to keep it quiet so I don't wake her up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, at least are you getting some of that in the middle of the night? Come on, she's old.
1: <laughs> she doesn't look that old to me. She's in here for a diseased uterus. I don't want it.
0: Hmm. Why you want to bear some more spore?
1: No, I don't want that either, but I don't want some of that (laughs) it getting on my dick. If You know what I mean?
0: (laughs) Very nice. Well, we're back after uh, a week away and, uh, you know, I was away last week and I was giving Chris a little time to try to help heal. And, uh, you had uh news for me today. I did. Yeah. You said that you were going to do the whole show tonight.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely going to do the whole show. I don't know for sure that it's going to be in front of the camera. I'm really kind of testing the wing out here today, um, and it's—I'm not gonna lie—it's already not cooperating a little bit. <laughs> but I have—I have gadgets over here. I have like this adjustable arm thing over here that I have my arm hooked on so that it doesn't have any pressure of, of gravity pulling it down, and I've got the new vertical mouse right here that I'm using to to put less pressure on the wing and, you know, oh, it's been a, it's been an adventure to say the least, but I am feeling better. So well, it's been what? Five weeks now? Uh, seven. S- has it been seven weeks? Seven weeks. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a long run, but it came to a head this week and that's, that's why I think it's finally getting better. Cause I, um, I was all pumped up that it was starting to feel pretty decent. Okay. And the doctor had told me, the, the previous doctor, which we'll get to, the previous doctor had told me, he was like, don't push it, don't make it hurt, but once um, once you guys get, um, or once you're, once you're feeling okay, go ahead and get up and try to do a little bit of work. Just try and, you know, sit in a chair for an hour, try and mess around with the computer for an hour, but don't do too much. Don't do too too much stuff with it. And I was like, okay, cool. So I got up the other day, 6.30 in the morning, sat down in front of the computer, got a little cup of coffee, put my arm on the new armrest thing, started working a little bit, worked for about 90 minutes. was like, all right, starting to hurt. So I was like, okay, let me get up. I'm going to take a little walk around, shake the blood around a little bit, you know, just kind of take a break, right? Right. I get 10 fucking feet and I have day one pain again. Oh boy. I was like, son of a fucking bitch. So I literally, I, as soon as I, as soon as eight or as soon as I sat back down and got my arm to settle down, I'm on the phone with, um, with the hospital and I'm like, I need to see somebody else. I need a second appointment or a second opinion. So they hook me up. You know, I go to the, I go to the urgent care center. They take me in, um, you know, th- and then you're, you're going to love this story. It's so fucking Chris and It ain't even funny. <laughs> so I, I get there. My daughter had to drive me. I couldn't even fucking sit in the car to drive. I couldn't even close the door to the car. That's how bad my arm was. So my daughter gets me there. She drops me off. I come in. The one thing, as I've been saying over and over again, what what's the problem? I can't sit or stand. So what do they do? They sit me in the waiting room. I'm like son of a fucking bitch. Meanwhile, thankfully, there was not many people there. I didn't have to wait a long time. It was I was only like ten minutes that I sat in the waiting room before they took me, which was good. But so I get brought in. I talk to the nurse lady. She's asking me the same old dumb shit. Well, at first she put they you know like they do at the you obviously have not been to a hospital. But you still have to wear the mask. Really? Yes. It's yeah, the
0: dumbest shit. I haven't been to a hospital in many, many moons.
1: Yeah. There's no masks anywhere else in the world, but you still have to wear the mask when you walk into the hospital. All right. So I walk in. She hands me the mask. I'm like uh, arguing grumbly. Yeah. But at this point, I just want my shoulder. To, you put a fucking bag over my head. Just, just fucking fix my shoulder. Right. So I put the mask on and they take me back and they do the vitals. And as they do the vitals, they, um, she, she, they do this read it's, and I've never even had this, even when I had COVID, I didn't have this, this reading on my vitals. They took an oxygen test. Okay. And they're like, do you know that your oxygen level is 94? And I was like, no, she's like, do you, are you always that low? I was like, I don't fucking know.
0: Well, what's a normal level?
1: I don't know. That was my point. I had no idea. <laughs> Is it 94 out of a million or 94 out of a hundred or what? You know? And she's like, well, that's not normal. I was like, well, gee, maybe it's because I'm wearing a mask. And I, and I mean, I really was testy. I was not in the mood for stupid. And she's like, well, your oxygen level low. I said, yeah, because I'm breathing through this fucking paper mask. You know, oh, maybe that's it. And then she's like, well, your blood pressure is a little bit elevated too. It's like 153 over 80.
0: Yeah. Cause I'm in a hospital situation. I'm stressed.
1: Yeah. With, and with off the
0: chart pain,
1: you know, I mean, I, I go to the hospital because I'm in pain right? and she's like, she's like, oh. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. She literally
0: said that to me. That makes sense. Your body is stressed. You're stressed. You're in a, you're in a uncomfortable environment. You're uncomfortable. Yeah. And yeah, of course your vitals are going to be high.
1: Yeah. So it was so dumb. And I, so needless to say, I start off this appointment annoyed as fuck. Not, not only annoyed as fuck, but also six and a half weeks in on this pain that won't go away. So I'm frustrated. I'm angry. You got angry Aiken that day. No question for a while. Then I mellowed
0: out. Well, here's, here's angry Aiken. <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> what the hell are you faggots doing?
1: <laughs> exactly. That was exactly me. <laughs> so, so needless to say, she takes the vital, she goes out and, um, 10 minutes later, in comes Dr. Whatever his name was, Hauser or something. And not Doogie Hauser. This was definitely not Doogie Hauser. It was like an older, like older than me guy. right. He's probably older than you guy. He was probably like, if I had to guess, he's either 65 or 45 with a really crabby wife. All right. You know, he's one of those, he looked older glasses, the big square glasses, like a big bald spot in the back of the head, you know one of those guys. Typical, almost like if you'd imagine what an eye doctor looks like, yeah. that was this guy.
0: Yeah. He looks like a banker with his asshole sh- sewn shut.
1: Yeah, of course. <laughs> with and, and he's got the big dumb mask on with the permanent <laughs> straps that strap to the back of his head so right. it doesn't fall off no matter sure. what.
0: Sure. You know, it's one of these things, right? It's a 500 mile an hour mask. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> so he comes in, And he has all of the charm of a bad Steven Wright set.
0: Okay. He's just, Just, and he's just 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 drones. He drones, droning
1: on and on and just rifling through shit. Like he clearly doesn't want to be there. Okay. And I mean, he's just going, have you ever suffered from diabetes, heart attack? Plain foot fasciitis, blah blah blah. you know, just listing a bunch of shit. And before I can even say no, he's already marking it. You know, he's one of those deals. He's like, no, 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 this, no. This
0: is a formality ever, ever suffer yeah. from vaginosis?
1: Yeah, I, yeah. That was about it. And just <laughs> rifling the shit off, point after point after point. Right,
0: right. Just
1: horrible, right? And I'm just like, oh, man, are you kidding me? I, I'm, I'm now, I'm getting really. Annoyed because I'm thinking this is not going to go well. So finally, we get to my shoulder after 10 minutes of going through what diseases I do not have. We get to my shoulder. He, he brings me over to the, and oh, there's another part. So there's like a bed thing in the room, but they sit me in a chair. Right. And I, again, the only thing that makes me hurt is sitting. But they left me sitting in the chair.
0: Yeah,
1: I was like son of a. And I'm what I'm looking That's at the part. bed, going, "Oh, I'm I gotta love that <laughs> I I was really fucking annoyed. <laughs> I mean, I was really, really, really fucking annoyed. Yeah. So finally, we get to the shoulder, and he starts really crank. And and I was actually okay with this. He took my arm and and twisted it and turned it into places that honestly, if there was no damage to it, it would have hurt. Right. Like he, he, at one point had my arm almost like, almost like a cop would, if they're putting your arm behind your back and cranking right, right, it right. all the way up to give you a little tune up. Sure. I mean, he was really cranking on my fucking arm and, um, and, uh, but that, I was okay with that because at least he had his fucking hands on my arm and he was feeling around to f- try and find like knots or tears or, whatever. So all I was right, like, right, okay.
0: If it was out of place or something. Yeah.
1: He was trying, he was trying and he gets all the way through that. And he's like, okay. He's like, you had a diagnosis before of just a severe muscle strain and a strain to the radial. Right. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking too. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> and I was like, nope, no. I was like, I am not, le- I told him, I said, I'm not leaving this hospital till you take x-rays until you get a CAT scan. You guys are going to know what we're fucking talking about this time. Cause I, as of yet, I had not had either. Sure. So he's like, okay, okay. You know, he didn't want to do it, but I was, he saw, I wasn't going to give up on this. So right. take, they, they do all that. They gave me a full round of tests, which they, they do the test or they, he, he writes it on the chart and he's getting ready to leave. And he, so he's, he's finishing his notes. And we're small talking a little bit before he leaves the room. This is the Chris Aiken part (laughs) out of the blue. This old man says to me, he goes, he goes, you wouldn't be happy, happen to be related to a bass player from a, a Finnish folk metal band. Would you? (laughs) And I was like, what? And he goes, he goes, "Oh, don't never mind. Don't worry about it." And I and I just was like, "Well, who's the band?" Right. And he goes, "Oh, you've probably never heard of them. They're called Nightwish." <laughs> and I was like, "Never heard of them. I just interviewed Floor Jansen like 6 months ago." Now, this guy, this drab boring dud I lit him up like a goddamn candle on a cake.
0: Is that right? He's
1: like, holy shit, you know, Floor Jansen? That's it. And now all of a sudden, I'm not Mr. Aiken anymore. Yeah, I'm this dude. Is the, this is the old guy, and he's he like a
0: fan of... of uh, Nightwish. How wish. about that, huh?
1: And But it was funny because as soon as I said that I had interviewed Floor Jansen, yeah, I stopped being Mr. Aiken, and now I was bro and dude and bud. Wow. You know, that he's like, nice. oh, bud, that's great. That's fantastic, I didn't, I didn't
0: dude. he changes uh, Stephen Wright delivery then?
1: Yes. He totally <laughs> was, like, excited now because he had somebody to talk about Nightwish, too. All right. So we ended up talking about fucking Finnish metal for 10 minutes. I was like, and when he left the room, I was like, how does this fucking happen to me? Yeah. How does this happen? But it, it, it was what it was, man. It was, you know it was at least that happened. So the bottom line is they ran me through all the tests. They come back and it is the same diagnosis. And I was like, son of a bitch. But at least this time, this doctor, cause I, I told him, you know, when he came back and gave me the full diagnosis, I said, you cannot just send me home and tell me to keep putting ice on this thing. You gotta get, I'm begging at this point. I'm like, Bro, I'll suck your dick if you put a fucking cortisone <laughs> shot in my shoulder. Or anything, yeah. You know, and he's just like, "Well, we're not going to give you a cortisone shot, but we'll give you uh, the oral steroids to take home—the prednisone."
0: Prednisone, yeah.
1: So I was like, "All right, I'll take the prednisone." And so I've been taking it now for I think today is day two or three. What I'm, all the days are just blurry to me now. Sure. sure. But um, however long it's been, two or three days, and remarkable difference like the the tingling the best part is my hand is no longer numb i spent the last six weeks with my fingers being all tingly you know and that's that's gone completely and the shoulder i haven't had ice on my shoulder in a day and a half two
0: days whatever kind of takes the swelling down a little bit
1: yeah but it's taken on so much of the pain away so it's a lot better i feel okay i'm not like i said i i I I'm going to do at least two, maybe three segments, maybe the whole show. I don't know. We're going to see how it plays tonight, but, but if it starts hurting, I'm going back to the bed just because I am not re aggravating this. Yeah. Well, bed. I don't
0: blame you. You know but, you, you what you got to do if you got to, you know, do, do, you know, the segments you did from the bed uh, a couple weeks ago were, were pretty good.
1: Yeah, they were fine. I mean, they were, they were, it just feels weird watching a picture with a picture of me on the screen. That that (laughs) felt a little weird, but I mean, the segments are fine. It's not like it's affecting me being able to, able to communicate. Right.
0: Right. It's just, it's just your ability to sit up and, you know, be on camera.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's it. And it's just, you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm going to do the show. I'm just not going to. I'm not promising I'm gonna be sitting here with uh mammy behind me in the hospital bed, right?
0: Right, so you might have to call in with her,
1: yeah. That's right. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so needless to say, it is getting better. Um, you know, I'm feeling somewhat better. I'm actually getting a lot of work done, which is good, so you know, getting back to normal. So, but Hey, I'd, real quick. I'm going to put this one up. I'm, I'm going to change topics here for a second. All right. Go back or we can go to something else. Well, I'm just putting this up for a second. I just want to remind everybody that the segments from last week were <laughs> best of segments.
0: Yeah, I, I saw I saw some comments on the best of segments that said, I hope Officer Jim gets better.
1: I, that's it. And I got personal messages. I must have got 15 messages about his Officer Jim. How's he doing? Is he okay? Right. I'm like, all right, that was a year and a half, two years ago, you know, however long it was when he had the COVID.
0: Yeah, two years ago.
1: Yeah, that was two years ago. I know these are new on YouTube, but right. yeah. <laughs> it was actually two years ago. Officer Jim is fine.
0: Yes, Officer Jim is fine.
1: <laughs> so nobody's dying. Nobody in our world is dying right now. So
0: Maybe he had a bout with it, and he had some issues, but uh, he is—he was—he is well. Back to work, doing all the normal Officer Jim things that he does. That's good. Yeah, so, so. Yeah, I
1: know. you saw him too. I right? did. I saw him.
0: I was just like, what the hell is that all
1: about? <laughs> yeah, it's because I put up the segment yeah, I know I saw talk? that. And I was just
0: like, holy cow. All right. We're so damn good it makes us sound relevant two years later.
1: I know. It's, it really <laughs> is amazing. Either that or we're so damn bad we don't talk about anything current. Right, of course.
0: <laughs> of course. Well, it, and on another note, you missed you missed your uh Chris Aiken presents show. Michael, I, and you were, you were a little down and out with something.
1: Yeah. Well, not only was I down and out with my stupid shoulder, but then I caught the flu for 24 hours. It was the worst, dude. I was so pumped. And and to be honest, even more than me being pumped was Eric. Eric was so pumped to be doing that show with um because we had you know Kip Winger on and um frankie hannah from tesla right on the show and they're all going on the cruise and eric's going on the cruise the Monster right, right. cruise so he was all pumped up i woke up that morning or whatever time i woke up and i just was like oh man i do not feel right and it ain't it ain't the shoulder and i was just like man have i been taking so much aspirin that i'm You ever take so much, you probably have not, but (laughs) every once in a while I'll, I'll, when I start really hurting, I'll take just a handful of aspirin, like four, four aspirins at a time. And sometimes it'll just really fuck with my stomach, Okay, you know, because you're not supposed to take that much ibuprofen at once,
0: but yeah, especially on an empty stomach.
1: Yeah, exactly. But so I thought maybe I just took a few of them. So I'm like drinking water, trying to flush the shit out of my system. Right. I just kept getting worse and worse. And now on top of everything hurting on my arm, now the joints are getting all tight and stuff like I'm getting the fucking flu. And I'm like, oh man, this is not good. So I tried my damnedest to just drink water all day, like literally probably five gallons of water, just trying to flush it out of my system. And it just got later in the day, later in the day, later in the day. And I just got to the point, it got to be in about four o'clock. I took my temperature. It was 102 point, whatever. I was like, fuck, I can't do this. You know, there's no way. Can I sit in the chair with my arm hurting and fucking
0: running a fever,
1: running a fever Mm -hmm. in this cold ass room? And, you know, at least the last thing I could afford is to get really sick right now. So I called my friend Seth out of the, you know, at four o'clock, an hour before he's doing his show. Right. And I said, Hey, bro, can you sit in for me and interview winger and Tesla? And he's like, not even interviewed anybody really in a long time. And
0: he's like, Holy fuck. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you know, I like threw him in. Threw well, him it's, in but it's a good thing you had a musician on board though, that, well, you know, be relatable. So it was,
1: but so I, you know, I quickly wrote down some questions and I sent them to, to him and I sent them to Eric and I let them both know what was going on. And I gotta, I gotta say to, to about Eric to real quick. I'll give him the plug of plugs. That motherfucker stepped up.
0: Yeah, i so gonna... messing around with the sand digger masks and all that yeah. shit.
1: <laughs> he put on a damn funny show, but I had no idea that he could lead with the podcast. Oh yeah, he's he's, I, a, I, he's a very he's a very
0: quirky guy.
1: Yeah, he is. He's fun. But I, I just didn't know, you know, because on that show, I'm the lead. He's right. only done how many episodes? 10. Sure. You know, I mean, he has not done a lot of podcasting really. And, and then I threw Seth under the bus cause Seth, I threw him into the water cold here, dude, lead this show that you've never led before talking about music that you've never heard, right you know, here, go for it. You know, <laughs> I didn't exactly set them up very well, but they did a great job. It was a, they they did a really, really fun show.
0: So I, I only, I only have one bone to pick with your friend Seth. Yeah. That mic. <sighs> what is up with that? That drove me nuts. He's like pulling this mic up and yeah. he's talking like this and he's so yeah. close on the mic. He gets distorted at times. And I, I told him that this what, week. What, what is that how he does his show? which yeah which has I mean, to stop. I, mean, I mean i'll be glad to throw a couple shekels his way if he needs a mic stand dude i i oh, no, God. he needs a mic and a mic stand and
1: <laughs> i sent him a link literally that show was monday i sent him a link i think tuesday with one of these okay I said, here you gotta buy this yes like this is what you have to buy this, holding this
0: up and, you yeah. know, getting in on it and distorting. And I was just like, oh man, I, I I'm watching the show because I'm, yeah. again, I'm finding it entertaining because sure. of course, and I wanted to see how your, your friend and, and, you know, fellow podcaster guy yeah. you know, would, would step in and you know, the, the holding the mic and I was just like, oh, this is, yeah so the, the mic, the mic just, is, and it's a bad mic. Yeah.
1: It's not a real good mic either. So, because if he did the same thing with this mic, with a yeah. Shure, or like your mic, right. it wouldn't have sounded too bad. It, w- it would sound okay. You might hear the movement a little bit, but it would right. sound so much cleaner. So, yeah, I did tell him, I said, you got to get a mic, bro. <laughs> I didn't tell him. I said, if you want me to buy it, I'll buy it. I don't care. I'll, you know.
0: Because that was going through my mind today too. I was just like, does Does he need a few dollars to get a mic or something? Or what's going on? No, I don't
1: think that's it. I think he just he's still learning tech. That's the one
0: thing that he—that's the whole thing with with him. He he was in the radio for. I get it, but he never had to buy the tech. He just used what the radio station gave him. He was around it though.
1: I know believe me, I know I'm, I'm working on them. I'm not,
0: all right. I'm not being, uh, I'm not critical of him personally. I just was like distracted by all that. And I was like, this is not, uh,
1: everybody. (laughs) I'll just tell you straight and I'll tell it straight the way it is. Everybody is not me and you that just (laughs) will put stuff in front and test and test and test and test. Most people, they're a little scared of the technology and when they're using the technology they're you know, they, they only know how to use it one way and they don't ever try to figure out new shit. Right. It's just the way it works. Right. And you know, this podcasting thing where now you have to set up cameras and green screens and lighting and microphone you know all the different pieces it's overwhelming for a lot of people
0: right well the thing my my attitude has always been the same as yours if you're gonna do something do it right Yeah. do it all the way just do it right don't don't half-ass it or Mm -hmm. especially if you're in in some kind of a uh capacity where you're quote-unquote being an entertainer yeah you know because, because you're you you're trying to Entertain an audience, mm-hmm. not crack them or go. Oh, that's a tough listen.
1: Yeah, I mean that's it. And, and but we are getting hit. In his case, we're definitely getting a. We're getting him a different mic, and we're oh, getting him a mic boom. Enough. And a, fair enough. we you know so. But yeah, I thought those guys did a great job with it. I thought Eric especially did a great job with Kip Winger. That might have been the best Kip Winger interview I've ever seen.
0: <laughs> I, I got a, I had to laugh at uh, at Eric for for ragging on his chick. Oh yeah. I mean, I think that's hysterical. I mean, I I know his chick, you know, I've hung out with her and him and stuff. And I just thought that was funny. I was just like, Oh, I'm going to get in trouble for this, but
1: yeah, but I'm going to do it anyway. (laughs) Good for him. Good for him.
0: (laughs) It's so funny, but I did, I did enjoy the show and, and, uh, you know, like, like you said, Eric did step up and he, he did a great job and, um, you know, it helps being a musician and having a little insight and kind mm-hmm. of having some common, uh, uh, acquaintances and things. Sure. So that helped that along.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, so that's, that's kind of where we're at. Um, you know, so onward we go, you know, Chris Saker presents will be back. I will be on Chris presents Monday. Um, we have blitz from overkill is going to be our guest on Monday. That'll be nice. Um, so yeah, onward we charge, man.
0: Perfect. Well, uh, while I was away, I added a new member to the CMS arsenal. Oh, did you? (laughs) Jesus, you and the guns. (laughs) Uh, I, I would like to present to you the, 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 uh, Beretta 40 caliber.
1: There it is. Look at that. Randy
0: Weaver gets another gun. Yes. Look at that. This, this Sam, I, I don't, I never, I don't own a 40 caliber. Now I do. Now you do. But, uh, that was one of the, uh, calibers I don't have in the Neely arsenal, but, uh, I have one now and Beretta makes a very quality, uh, gun. And, uh, so this one, this one was uh, kind of a different looking, uh, um, sure. color scheme. And I hadn't seen one before and I thought, you know what? I'm getting that. There you go. What that one set you back? A couple bucks? Yeah, it was nine, nine, nine hundred. Oh, all right. Was how much bad? is forty cal ammo? Is it expensive? Mm-hmm. No, not really. I, in fact, I, I bought nine hundred dollars worth of ammo today. Not, <laughs> not, not, just for this, but okay. I, I, put in an ammo order for myself and my two nephews and my brother-in-law. Okay. So I, I uh, put in an ammo order, uh, outdoor, um. Outdoor, what's the name of that place again? They look, Jerry C. Very nice. Uh, let's see here. I buy my ammo from a place out of, I believe they're out of North Carolina called Outdoor Limited. And uh, I'll tell you what uh, 40 caliber ammo costs. Let's see here. I bought, um, let's see here. I bought uh, 180 grain 40 ammo, full metal jacket, 200 rounds for, uh, 66 bucks. That's not bad. Yeah. So it comes out to something like 40 cents a round. Okay. Yeah. That's not bad at all. No, not, not at all. So what I did buy, I bought, um, I bought 150 rounds of, uh, uh, Winchester 22 wind mag. Okay. That's from my brother-in-law. I bought, uh, um, 300 rounds of nine uh, millimeter NATO, 124 grain full metal jacket for for myself and my nephew. I got uh, 100 rounds of um, 357 magnum. that's for me. Nice. Then the 200 rounds of the 40 40 caliber that's for me. Uh, I bought uh, hundred rounds of 44 magnum. that's for me. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, you
1: also bought yourself a fucking lifetime um, pass on to every watch list in the country.
0: Exactly. I bought, <laughs> I bought 300 rounds of 45 auto, full metal jackets. Um, I bought, uh, let's see here, 400 rounds of 556 AR-15. I bought uh, 300 rounds of um, 762 for AK-47. There you go. Wow. And I bought a uh, hundred rounds of 12 gauge shotgun. You don't worry about your cleaning lady stealing this shit. Uh, no, I have that all locked up. Okay. <laughs> I keep it locked up out of sight, out of mind. Right. So all in with uh, tax and whatnot, it just shy of 900 bucks.
1: Oof. Well, you're the one that's making the fortune over there. So might as well, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm pleasing myself. Oh yeah. Dude. Does you no good to throw all that money under the butt, under the mattress or whatever. Yeah. It does
0: no good for you. Might as well enjoy it while you can. And uh, this is the uh, 2024 will be the last run for the Camaro. Okay. So So I am putting in an order for the new Camaro. Are you going to buy it in cash? I am. You son of a bitch. I fucking hate you. Well, between, (laughs) between my trade in and, and the balance in cash, I'll pay it off at the dealer. What kind of cash is that gonna be? Twenty-five? Just see. I, I think I think mine appraises at around twenty. And then I believe the new one is like about forty-eight, but then our good friends uh are giving me a discount for the GM discount. Okay. Get GM loyalty discount. Right. So I'll yeah, I'll be plunking down about twenty-five. Mm-hmm.
1: You don't wanna sell me the current one for fifteen hundred again? <laughs> fifteen hundred. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Twenty five hundred, <laughs> whatever
1: I paid for the last one.
0: Yeah. So, so yes, I I am getting the twenty twenty four. Look at you, the last year.
1: Hell yeah, that's awesome. And then and then you'll put guns in it. Nobody will want to come near you. You're like that's fuck you. right.
0: That's right. <laughs> that's, right. that's fucking funny. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm getting the black on black, uh, like like my current package and right uh, nice. Him. So, when are those when do those actually ship? Do you know? Uh, well, I believe they start manufacturing them in August and they're only going to manufacture them through the first uh month of January, so uh, August to January.
1: How many are they making? Do you know, okay. is it like a thousand or 500? Or I don't
0: think there's a limited run, it's just that's okay. just that's the last run, it doesn't say that right. it's limited or anything. It's just that this is the last roundup for the Camaro, okay. Well, that's very cool man look at that. that uh i guess you know chrysler is also putting an end to their challenger and putting an end to their charger and i don't know if ford i don't think ford is going to end the end the uh mustang or not but uh the the big muscles are going away well, that's right but well, now that cars. we have these cool e-cars whatever yeah, those are called these faggot electric cars yeah these so, evs have, because they because they don't sound like cool cars now they they're equipped with Bose systems that make yeah. sound like a <laughs> <laughs> here, here's my sound like hot rod. <laughs>
1: That's right.
0: <laughs> How faggoty is that? It's not cool at all. Honey, flip the switch. I want to sound like a rumble car. <laughs> <Vroom>. <laughs> so dumb. God, I hate everybody and everything. <laughs> We live in such a faggot society.
1: Yeah. And with that said, this is your new life coach, Neely. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm just tired of it. Just tired of it. Well, that's going well too. I, I uh, ran into some CMS fans last weekend. Uh okay. I was out with uh the boys in docking for two nights and right. ran into CMS fans, which right. is always nice to see people out wearing the CMS swag and you know, uh, stepping up and introducing themselves and things, which is always good. So I appreciate that. And a couple of folks said, I signed up to be in your life coach, your class. (laughs) Just Mm -hmm. like, Okay. I got everybody on the list here. So I'm going to start scheduling appointments with everybody. First thing you did, you looked at their hands and said, Hey, how many of those are you going to drink? Put one back. (laughs) Well, I'm
1: not an advisor.
0: I'm just a life coach.
1: (laughs) Are you proud of yourself drinking that fifth beer? (laughs) Does that make you feel good? Yeah. Is that being responsible? <laughs>
0: it's so funny. Yeah. So anyway, uh that's going well.